0: Hey, everybody, it's Griff here, back with another episode of the HLP. I don't have a ton to talk about in this intro. I just want to get right into the episode. This is episode 210 Fountain of Oof. liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 210 and I'm going to start first because I'm I'm drinking the Patreon drink because uh, I graciously lost to Brooks so that Brooks could win. And that's how I'm going to play this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember you taking a knee. I took a <laughs> knee. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so I have the uh, peanut butter old fashioned. I'm struggling a little bit to figure how this is an old fashioned, uh, but it was suggested by Corey who also doesn't remember suggesting it. So who knows if she actually did or somebody else did. I went back Um, and
2: checked because then I was nervous. Oh, did you? Yeah. uh, She did suggest it. It's a picture suggestion from like a menu. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's that's why, because she didn't have to like type it all out.
0: Yeah. it's, uh, It's peanut butter whiskey. It's supposed to be chocolate bitters and then like club soda. What? Which doesn't. That's not an old fashioned. Which doesn't scream old fashioned to me. The only part of that that is like old fashioned is the fact that it has whiskey and bitters. Yeah. Um. So what what we did because chocolate bitters are surprisingly not super easy to find in your like average liquor store, and we didn't go to like a specialty place. So what I did instead was a little bit of like a splash of really dark or really dark coffee, a splash of chocolate syrup, and um. And a hit of um, of actual bitters, like of of just normal bitters, and that seemed to work okay. I mean, this is this is fine for me. It does taste old fashioned e, but uh, Steve really didn't like it. I gave him a sip. Very bad. It's not terrible. It's it's just I I was surprised by the club soda. I only put a splash of that in too, because
3: yeah, I am super confused by that recipe.
0: Yeah, I I think you could. There's something there. I just think the picture recipe is a little weird.
3: So while I was at the liquor store and I didn't tell Griffin this yet, um, I ran into uh, one of the guys that I used to work with retired. His name. um, Well, he goes by. First and last. (laughs) No, no. Well, so I had a moment where I couldn't remember his name because he goes by Mooney and always has. Uh, (laughs) And he uh, retired this past year and he saw what I was picking up and you drink that. I drink that but I'm also picking up this and then pulls one of the like things of vanilla crown off. And then I'm checking out and he also rolls up with two bottles of screwball with his vanilla. And he goes, you know, they started making an ice cream, right? What are you making with yours? I'm going to, I think I'm just going to buy ice cream and pour the alcohol over it. I haven't been able to find the ice cream. Like he was really about this <laughs> ice cream.
0: Was he saying there's a screwball? Yes, ice cream? I guess
3: they came out with a screwball. Which is just cream.
0: fucking peanut butter
1: ice cream. <laughs>
3: I don't know. Is it
1: boozy ice cream? My dude, Mooney, do not just pour whiskey on ice cream.
3: (laughs) I really appreciate the sentiment uh, because then I checked out, got out of there. He was still in the liquor store. I was then in the frozen pizza aisle because I was considering frozen pizza for dinner tonight and um, didn't see anything I liked. And he was like, well, are you picking up ice cream too? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Dude's
0: following you around on an assumption.
3: No. (laughs) Probably.
0: Probably. For it, my money,
1: if you buy a screwball, you know one I'm, thing leads to another. You're probably making a screwball ice cream. I'm oh, awesome. gonna follow her <laughs> out of here. I think she's gonna hit the Dairy Queen after this. Uh, <laughs> if I could
0: be behind her in the Dairy Queen <laughs> drive thru I could probably yell forward to her and, and ask which fro or which blizzard she got, which blizzard pairs well with specifically the, oh, in knows. this.
3: This giant eagle, you have to pass by the entire frozen section and dairy aisle before you can get and pharmacy before you can get to the liquor store.
0: Yeah, that sounds like the uh, sounds like the one by to. Oh yeah. <laughs> Back corner liquor agency. It
3: is. And so that's why it's it was kind of funny because I always go and get the liquor first so then I know how much I can carry in my hands. Um, because I'm too stubborn to get a cart or or basket, so I always go to liquor store first, and then I'm carrying around my bottles around the store, which I just wish there was another way. <laughs> hmm.
1: I think it is called a Carter. Yeah, basket. The, the other way yeah. is that's, called that's getting a bicycle that allows you to push no, more shit no, no, no,
3: the no. I I would refuse that, uh, because I'm trying to be quick, and it's, it's not not an quick. Aldi.
0: Mm-hmm. It's Not you don't have to put a quarter in baskets. Yeah. Very no, quick.
3: but I'm. Mm-hmm. Uh, except they are never stalked at the door oh
2: that's fair well
0: that that's oh, when yeah, that's when so you wrong. do the yeah that's when you do the pro gamer move and you grab the the one basket that's like attached to the
1: thing <laughs> the
0: base basket you drag <laughs> it behind
3: you absolutely not that's a jerk move
1: that's a it's a pro gamer move or you like flip your t-shirt up
3: oh yeah, yeah. you get it all in the t-shirt oh, yeah.
0: you, you give it a kenga a yep. kenga pouch absolutely
4: Oh,
3: so I um never really thought how suspicious it looked, but sometimes when my hands were getting too full. I would like put one thing in my pocket yeah, don't or do that. in my purse don't and don't then like I pulled that. them all out and would pay for them. But I like
0: and then everybody at the store is like, wow. This was less cumbersome than just getting a basket. I
3: honestly think they know me by now because I show up in my headphones, go run and grab stuff real quick. And then, oh, like, hey,
1: it's that girl. It's shitty. It's stop- shoplifting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then
3: I, I, in fact, actually today, I accidentally almost didn't purchase the seltzer because I was frustrated because it kept rolling around on the thing and then it wasn't picking it up and I didn't know it didn't pick it up. And then uh
0: you sound like the least socially aware grocery shopper in the world. No, I mean, that's not
3: true. I'm very quick, actually. That's the thing. Quick we're, does not equate. To- I I get and I don't talk to anybody and I exactly. don't exactly. Don't, I don't involve myself you're with anybody's my business. Point. I get you my wear shit, headphones and I leave. I pay. I get my shit. I pay. I leave. <laughs> Sorry, I felt like I needed to say that.
0: I get my shit. I walk right out the <laughs> door. I get my shit.
3: I talk to the same
1: guy twice. I leave. <laughs>
3: This time I did talk to people anyways. We can move I mean, on. Yeah, what
0: are you what are you drinking?
3: Um I have a high noon pineapple in front of me.
1: Okay. Steve, you drinking anything? Well, we don't need to get into it now, but Griffin and I are <laughs> going on a little date tomorrow to a foreign city. A little date? You and I are going to be together for 12 hours, I think. <laughs> Uh, uh an exotic forest. locale it... they call Cleveland, Ohio.
4: Ooh, what a destination. So of course,
1: so of course I'm drinking a uh victory brew called Brotherly Love. It's a hazy IPA. Six <laughs> percent ABV. Mm. I I hear
0: uh Cleveland is where Drew Carey is from.
1: Mm.
0: Where um where
1: the steamers are from. <laughs> Oh, we'll one of us is getting a steamer tomorrow. We'll see the Browns. <laughs> that same person will see the Browns. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see the
0: Browns, get a Browns jersey. Mm-hmm. Not an official one, of no, course. Of course not. Not an official Browns jersey. Emily, you got anything good over there?
2: Yeah. Today I'm drinking pineapple rum and orange mango ice. It's very tropical. Oh, it's so good. That sounds
0: like a great combo. Good call. Love the ices for drink mixing. They're, uh
4: quality oh yeah
0: brooks how about you
4: well i too am on the uh ice mixing train um but my alcohol is uh hibiscus rum um, hibiscus rum yeah it's, Ooh. Uh,
1: what brand is that uh Oh, Oh, it's the stuff from Emily's trip to Central America several years ago. How did any of the hibiscus rum survive?
2: I know. That was popular. It's really good. And we moved it all the way from Columbus up to Minnesota. And now we're drinking it.
0: it. I was drinking that shit.
3: I drank it straight. I truly
0: thought we finished it the first week on. I thought we, yeah, I thought we finished it, it within 15 minutes of Emily. Giving it to us, yeah. That
3: sounds more right, but I bet she must have saved I a saved couple, some. just like
0: the pickle beer. Yep, she I was put some in that, it's like the pickle beer. She put some in that magic drawer in the fridge, and it started to multiply like yep. the pickle beer did, yep. and that's why she has some left. But I'm I'm it also
4: celebrating. It's uh it's somebody's birthday, a- and it's our our amazing anniversary. Uh, so to to Emily, the the ball to my chain, or the chain to my ball. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I think that's what it is.
2: You started out so sweet and <laughs> fell so <laughs> into far. My ball. It's not the ninth. No, it's the 28th.
3: Oh, Oof. I was about to wake up tomorrow and <laughs> wish Emily a happy birthday. I'm a day off. I'm so sorry, Emily. Happy birthday.
1: Uh, yeah, we dropped the ball. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the 29th. Uh, she moved away. I have it on my calendar. My
4: personal away, we all calendar.
2: Oh, man. Oh, don't worry. Okay. Brooks uh, hardly remembers what the month is. So at least you're only off by a day. It's a
4: J month and it's a t- mid 20s <laughs> even number day. Well, just for that, I'll let Iska survive another episode.
2: Woo. Happy birthday, Emily. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Happy yeah, birthday, Happy birthday. birthday.
0: Happy anniversary. Thank you. You know, it'll be what a month past that when this comes out. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: at least three weeks. <laughs> You guys ready to get back into it? Let's do so. it. I am. A couple tough episodes of combat. Ready to, ready to relax this episode, huh? Cruise control. Cruise control. Oh. Ground control. <laughs> well, when last we left our heroes, they continued their combat with this witch and her guardian-dominated um dominated guards. And the combat got... Really tough, I guess I would say, because not only were people heavily damaged, but they were also being sent back to town, and it ended up just being Uska versus the witch, and Uska was able to deal the final blow, defeating her, and subsequently able to save Airbear from suffocating and the rest of the party from running all the way home, as well as turning Banicula back into Quinley. You spent maybe 20 minutes chasing everyone down, and then another 20 bringing everyone back. Upon your re-entry to the grounds, uh, there was nobody, nobody knew, nobody blocking your way. You were able to make your way back upstairs, and the bodies were all still there. You saw a bunch of magical items, and that's where we left off. So those of you with Detect Magic see that there are magic items not only on all of the guards on the witch, uh, but also on the tables here in the various jars and flasks. And the bubbling cauldron in the corner of the room is also magical. What do you do?
1: Well, anybody can take loot off of corpses, but Matumbe's got a little craft alchemy and such, so he can start checking out the um, the laboratory equipment.
0: Okay. Matumbe, you move over to a table and you see... I'm gonna go ahead and move you to where these things are. I don't know, does anybody else have craft alchemy that might wanna help out in this? There's a lot of stuff. I do not have um, it. So Matumbe is riding solo here. He is checking out these vials, and, and the first thing you notice, cause you can detect magic as well, so you're detecting magic around just to see what is fully infused versus what is just components and not, not active yet. And you see a whole tray of flasks. And on the placard in front of them, it says Elixir of Youth. Hmm. I need you
1: to make me a will save.
3: Oh, oh no.
1: Okay. Slightly unexpected. Oh no. Ah, Christ, Uh, Saga continues. It feels like it could be a tweener, but uh, I'm just gonna let it ride. Sure. 19. Uh, yeah, within, I, I don't think i do it, but I don't think throwing an inspiration on there is going to push me over.
0: Within 19, you reach forward, you grab one of these. It truly does look different than the blood brew elixir to you, more uh, golden in color, and you uncork it and take a swig. Oh, no. I need you to make me a fortitude save.
2: Oh, my God. Can Can we, hey. like... Get a little closer, watching him do this.
1: Sure, change up the die. <laughs> Christ, man, this is uh, this is a time. That's a natural one. Oh no, I can't get um, you
2: out of that one.
0: Uska, as you approach, you see that the box says uh, "Elixir of Youth." Make me a will save.
2: Do
3: I? Do, does Eclipse like notice a lot of visible changes or anything like? Because she would be worried about Matsumbe if he starts being funky.
4: Yeah, if he just starts drinking that, I I feel like we're already like pretty on edge. That's abnormal.
1: Well, Emily works in a lab. Can you maybe comment? Does this seem abnormal in real life?
2: You never. You should not be eating or drinking in an alchemical lab, ever. Eat even if it says elixir of youth on the bottle. Especially if it says elixir of youth on the bottle. <laughs> oh,
1: well, all right, I guess. I guess then this might be bad.
2: Uh, I got a 23 on that will save.
0: Uh, you see when Matumbe drinks this. Um, again, these these elixirs are like shimmering. And you you also have a, the, like the spark of magic. So you can see when things are, are heavily magical. These are detecting for you as, um, as strong potions. Mm.
2: Um,
0: and you walk up and drink one as well. Oh, oh no. Made me a fortitude
1: save. Bottoms up, my new friend.
2: All right. Uska's a little bit a little bit on edge here. She could detect this was a really strong potion.
0: Yeah, in fact, because you're not the first to drink this, when you look at Matumbe, you see his kind of like crow's feet go away.
2: Oh, like it's working. Ooh, but at what cost? My fortitude save is not... Great! I want to try this.
4: <laughs> oh no! I went
3: from
2: wary to yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> that's a twenty-two fortitude save.
0: Okay. You drink it, Matume. You, you looking over at Uska? I mean, she was already mm-hmm. kind of a, a young woman, uh, but but again, there's like this springiness to her uh, now, and and you can you you certainly like can see it on yourself. Almost feel younger.
1: I feel a vitality I have not felt in much time, Uska. They are refining incredible things in this laboratory. Do you feel it in your bones as well? Age has been lifted from us.
2: I've been feeling quite youthful, but this is different. And she like kind of holds up her hand and is looking at it maybe, uh, if she had any wrinkles, the and her skin just looks even more vibrant than it did before. This seems too good to be true.
0: Uh, you certainly know that this is something that the the people here were purported to be working on, right? Some sort of youth elixir. Uh, is anyone else approaching that group?
3: Eclipse would. If, if Matumbe is acting weird and uh, looking younger Eclipse would 100% approach yes Matumbe is like her closest friend okay Eclipse
0: make me a will save
3: yeah I don't love this but I also this is I don't know how she wouldn't is it mind affecting or it is mind affecting okay 33
0: Eclipse you look and um, the liquid in these vials is like murky
3: like oh boy
0: like almost gray bordering on black uh, you you reach for one and you see there are these white sinewy floaties mm. in each of the bottles oh like the stuff in that amaretto bottle a few weeks ago <laughs> yeah. no, we're not getting into this yeah. mm. um, kind of I, I would allow like a knowledge nature here or a um, a craft alchemy as well though I don't think you have
1: that Having um, failed everything, I, I assume I I'm not allowed to make these checks.
3: Neither of those. Things. You,
1: you, you're of still those things seeing there, these. Or... I mean, you could you could make a check on what you think this is, but you're still
0: seeing this as this like almost golden like. I, I don't even know the best way to describe it. Like, have you have seen the Harry Potter movie? Like Felix Felicis? It almost yes. looks like that.
3: Ooh. Um. So I don't have any of those things you asked for. Okay. Like a knowledge nature um, doesn't nope. You're
0: you're probably just disgusted then that, um, you know, your friends are, like, drinking this down.
3: Can I pour it out? You could, yeah. Yeah. um, They don't react funny when I do that?
0: To them, it's you, like, wasting a potion of youth. So, you know, I think you would react accordingly to that. It's like, why the hell would you waste
1: that? Your actions are foolish, Eclipse. You're throwing away valuable
3: research and work. Your actions are foolish, Madumbe. Um, so this is like very gross. Like, it looks like it's growing mold. Um, I don't think that you looked at this very carefully at all. It's very gross.
1: But don't the results speak for themselves? I appear to be a man much younger than I have been. He doesn't, do you? Would he
3: uh, do air bear as you well? You literally look the same and just drank something nasty.
4: What was that, Brooks? Would he look older or the same age to like Air Bear and Rune and Quinley? Uh, those that haven't approached, uh, they look they look the same.
2: He looks much more youthful to me. Yeah, you also drank the nasty thing.
3: It's gross. It was rather sparkly. It's not. It's it's mold. It's not sparkle.
4: It matches your radiant personality, Uska.
3: Well, I think a great
4: decision you have made today. It does not seem natural to be drinking this z- liquid out of this lab. Hmm. Are you, Have you looked at the liquid? I mean, I'm sure if they're drinking it, we all would have. If just looking okay. at it. So right, that I would need will saves.
1: Yep. Uh, Quinley's trying to burrow into a hovel. <laughs> He's not a rabbit anymore. Uh, you, you know, you got some, used to some, it. some wires <laughs> got crossed. Twenty-one,
0: Air uh, Bear. Now that you look at it, it's uh, it's this golden mixture, and and you look up, and sure enough, Batumbe looks like twenty years younger.
3: Does he go to drink it?
0: Well, what Absolutely was
3: I looking? I'm gonna try and hit it out of his hand. Okay. Who would have uh, thought Eclipse would be good at mind things? Come on, she like always breaks.
0: Make a uh, make a combat move maneuver to disarm against Air Bear's CMD. Okay. Gets an attack of opportunity. Yeah, he does get an attack of opportunity. (laughs) What what are you
4: doing? Eclipse.
3: 35.
0: Oh, yeah, that pizza. Okay. He goes for another bottle. (laughs) (laughs) There are about 10 vials here.
3: I would like to take my axe, turn it so it's flat instead of sharp, and crush the box.
0: You can try after, uh, I mean, your buddy.
3: Okay, I'm going to try and deflect him once again. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's only a 27.
4: At CMD looking like. CMD's 31. He
0: sneaks it under you, takes a sip, maybe <laughs> a fortitude save.
3: Rune comes to go check out what's happening. Yeah,
0: Rune, meanwhile, has been heading over here to see what's happening, too.
3: Yep. Kuna's so not has far to make save, I'm guessing. Yes. <laughs> the 31
4: fortitude.
0: Uh, 31 fortitude um, tastes good. Uh, but, I mean, you you don't really go in for another sip or anything, but Okay.
4: You know. Zit doesn't really taste that good to me. I don't need to anymore.
3: Um, so Rune failed. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's probably also gonna take a drink. Yeah. And Eclipse would also try and hers as well. Um but she would pro- Rune would also probably um you know, tell Quinley about this uh, abundance over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, what a good opportunity for me to uh, regain some of my long lost vitality.
3: <laughs> uh, so Eclipse does not hit it out of Rune's hand.
1: <laughs> so
0: make me a fortitude save it for Rune.
3: Okay. Is this a disease or mind affecting?
0: What's your bonus?
3: A plus two.
0: Okay, I'll let you know.
3: Okay. Um, so that would be a 30.
1: Wouldn't matter either way.
3: Okay. Well,
1: Quinley walks over. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's looking pretty good.
3: Eclipse is going to try and get out of his hands. <laughs> Give me the will save. will save. See if I
1: get the will save first. Okay. I think we established it was mind affecting. Yes. And if so, that's a 26. Uh, to Quinley, that looks
0: like goopy, like, crap. Babe, don't do it. That's really gross. <laughs>
1: oh. She's got a mouthful of it. You can see she's like oh chewing God. through it. Are
3: you oh. not going to try to get it out of my
1: hand? Uh, well, he would say that and then, yes, sure. He would
0: try. No, and- I mean, the, the same thing happens. You've okay. already drank it and oh, you know yeah. you you don't continue to
4: drink it. Except Matumbe okay. and Uzka do, right?
2: They already have. No, no,
4: no. They, they stopped drinking it. Oh, okay. Um,
2: this sure caused quite the commotion. Let me take a look at you, Matumbe. I'll see if anything has really changed for the worse. Uh, can Uska do a heal check on Matumbe to see what what how he's been affected? hmm 29.
0: Make a will
1: save. Oh. <laughs> Eclipse, we're the only sane ones left.
3: That concerns me because I don't really know you very well. And also, you're, you were just a rabbit. Like you were just a racist.
1: And then he stomps his foot eight times like uh, <laughs> like Thumper from Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
2: That's a 30.
0: Matumbe stops looking so young to you. Uh-oh. Uh, now that you've interacted with him and done some medicine. And, and you realize fairly quickly that the potions don't look so pretty anymore either. Nothing seems awry with Matumbe. Right now, other than his insistence that this potion is like the elixir of life, which you were feeling not two seconds ago.
2: She looks Matumbe, looks up at him to meet his eyes. We've been tricked. This potions, they're not what we thought they were. It's some sort of glamor or trick.
0: I'd allow a new will save. Okay.
3: From everyone or just Matumbe?
0: Doesn't matter for anyone but Matumbe. He's the only one that could do anything about the situation.
3: That's very true.
1: I got the same thing. However, you get a plus four because you've been helped. Okay. I got the plus four because I've been helped. So that brings it up to a 23. And you know what? Matumbe does know a thing or two about alchemical substances, and he um, is starting to deduce that something might not be right. Uh, little investigator coming out here and I will throw an inspiration die on there. Sure. Uh, with the inspiration die, you get it. Cool. DC 24. Good thing I got it. Nice. <laughs> Good thing I threw the inspiration uh, die on there. <laughs> so,
0: so you can see these for what they really are and now I'll allow you to make a craft alchemy
1: check. Ooh, tricky. I think I've made a rather grave mistake. Um... I will throw another inspo on there. Okay. I think this is important to figure out. Right now, I'm sitting at a 19 inspo point on there. There we go. 24. Okay. Uh, you
0: poke around in... Now that you can see it, this vial of almost gray liquid with these white globules mm-hmm. in it. You realize very quickly as you're poking... When you poke into a globule, it bursts into baby spiders that crawl Mm. uh, all over it before kind of coming out of the stem.
3: Can we not not ever talk about that again? Uh, And you
1: realize that you've ingested these. Uska, would you like to hear the good news or the bad news first?
2: I like to stay optimistic, so let me hear the good news.
1: Our entire party will not be infected by stomach spiders. <laughs> <laughs> the bad news is that both of us are.
3: Hmm.
0: Uh, you do know at this point that this is a, it's like a poison. It's also like a disease, uh, but most likely these baby spiders came from the worm that walks. Yeah. The spider swarm dude. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple of insights that you glean from that. Uh, One, you're going to start feeling sick pretty soon. Two, those of you that weren't able to, you know, have the fortitude to fight off the baby spiders, now have them living inside of them. Three, those baby spiders are from the same swarm as the worm that walks. Oh then it would have control over your body.
3: I just realized I might continue to have two characters as multiple people lose one. Uska,
1: I've thought about it more. It's worse than I initially imagined. We will soon grow very ill and then be puppeted by the worm that walks who has been spying on us for a few days now. Probably not a friend.
3: Oh, uh, wait, wait. How long is that going to take? Because uh, I definitely drank some of that. I, I can't remember who
1: all succeeded on all the checks. Did you fail the um I probably the succeeded
3: the fortitude because I would have gotten a 30-32. Sure, but- sure.
1: Right now no, your no characters way I are
0: completely unsure. That's, because, why, that's yeah. why Rune's asking. Y- y- you know who drank it and you know that none of you are currently feeling ill.
3: Mm. Right. Rune has a garbage pit of a stomach so she's actually fine probably but she doesn't know that.
4: Because mm, she's from the streets.
3: No she's not. She has a lovely home but thank mm. you. She
4: farts out a web. <laughs>
0: anyway,
3: <laughs> She asked us hey to a it's, it's
1: like Spider-Man. Many of us may be affected. This is an ideal situation, and I do not think we are going to find the secret to eternal youth here.
2: There has to be something that we can do.
3: But, but yeah, like how long though? Do you know how long that 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 worries me? Like time frame here—is it going to be in like five minutes? I don't
1: know the answer to that question. I don't know if there's a check I can roll. Yeah, because
3: he did not roll high
1: enough to no. know. Okay.
3: Yeah, if you try like new street meats or like around the city, like you don't usually get sick right away, but sometimes you do get sick right away.
0: I would allow another. Um, I, I think another heal check to now that you're not under the effects of like the glamour anymore, uh, you might you might be able to. You know, Matume did mention this was a poison, but kind of also a disease.
2: Kind of sounds like a parasite it, too.
1: Um, what's Uska's heel looking like? <laughs>
2: Plus 19.
1: Oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and aid you, or at least try to. I do.
2: But but the bad part was I rolled a natural one, but hold on, hold on.
1: (laughs) You
0: can't auto-fail skill checks if you were so inclined to nudge your odds.
2: Yes. You know what? I really want to know what's going on here. So Uska nudges her odds by four, and so... Uh, Matumbe aided? Yes. 26 heal check.
0: 26 heal check. Um, you know a couple of things. Uh, Matumbe mentioned that this is called Widow's Kiss. You've heard of this poison before. Um, you know that a combination of cure disease and neutralized poison could be used to remove this, but you would need both because it acts as both things. So one will not suppress the effects. You also know that you have a bit of time. The onset is between one and four hours, and you're not going to be hurting much more than once per day. You'll be taking con damage. Cool. But you'll be taking that con damage once per day. So oh, it, okay. it's not, um, that's not the scary part. You just know that this is very, very, very hard to recover from on your own. This requires three consecutive saves.
3: Can I feed them as Eclipse vermin repellent and solve this as an issue?
1: No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead and eat some rat poison, <laughs> sure.
3: Then you can just have to recover from rat poison and not the whole disease.
0: Yeah, Eclipse maybe chimes in with that stupid statement. <laughs> and um, at Uska, you would also know from that heel check that like it does not take long for these baby spiders to move from your stomach into your vital organs They are likely no longer entirely in your stomach Mm -hmm. for those of you that weren't able to fight them off.
2: Those of us that drank the potion, we're not going to have a good time in a few hours. We're going to stop feeling sick, and it's going to be hard for us to heal this disease on our own. We're going to need help. I have the abilities to help us, but I can't cast those spells right now, and I don't have any potions or scrolls. We can keep going for now, and we won't feel much, but we're gonna need to get help.
1: Then the way forward is clear. We must persevere.
4: I agree with that. I think we should at least wait until we really see an onset and make a decision then.
0: I'll also say that from the combination of the craft alchemy and the heal check, um, I will... Allow a knowledge nature that will give you different information from
2: anyone,
0: from anyone. Sweet,
2: Uska's gonna try to aid. Uh,
3: Rune will try to aid. Uska <sighs> aids. All right, I needed to roll at least a two to aid. I rolled a four, so we're fine. <laughs> nice.
4: <laughs> I mean, so two aids, yeah. no, no such like things, fumsy nature.
3: Yeah, I don't either, Hair Bear. Like, uh. Ah, that's not my call.
4: They were never my strong suit when I was studying. 47. Whoa.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so
4: I rolled a natural 20.
3: <laughs>
0: so with a 47, you know this, and this is very important. Until you start to feel the effects of this poison, you cannot be controlled by the worm that walks. You don't think that the worm, that the, the spiders, like, you're going to feel if they've burrowed far enough into your body that a worm that walks would be able to like use your body. So until you start to, until any of you start to feel ill from this, you're likely still safe from a potential worm
1: that walks that's in, in, in this area. Okay. Okay. So if I'm reading in between the lines here, this is something that like, you're going to tell us like Matumbe, Uska, you're feeling weird. Like I'm going to be like, you you guys double over and you yeah. take some con damage, this is, right? It's, You're going to feel it. It's not going to be like third round into the combat with the worm that walks like. Exactly.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, okay. it's like
1: it's measured in a matter of hours. I have rolled the
0: hours. Cool.
3: All right. We got we got a freaking move then. There's magical chop
0: chop everybody. Let's loot this room. Yes. Okay, so some of you are looting the bodies, correct?
3: Uh, yeah, that's what Eclipse originally was doing, and so was Rune until there was su- suspicious activity and then moved over.
0: Until things were sus. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so each of these, uh, these guards on the ground has a plus one bastard sword, a plus one set of full plate, and a plus one heavy steel shield. They all also have a plus one cloak of resistance, a potion of a line weapon. And two potions of cure light wounds. That is eight total potions of cure light wounds.
3: I see, Emily, you're writing? Yes, frantically. Thank, thank you.
0: Let me know if you think you missed anything.
3: If it's um, potentially something you could copy and paste into. Ah, uh, like
0: In my Hero Lab sheet, so.
3: Oh, I understand. Okay, never mind. It's fine. All
0: right. This is where things are gonna get very cool. You check out the witch.
3: Okay, yes. Yeah, absolutely.
0: She has no weapons and no armor. However, she does have several impressive items. Okay. She has an amulet of natural armor plus 3. Ooh. A belt of incredible dexterity plus 4, a broom of flying which works for 9 hours per day, a cloak of displacement minor. Oh boy. An elemental gem, air, a headband of vast intelligence, plus
1: six. Fuck. I want that so bad. (laughs) Are you kidding me? A ring of
0: protection, plus three. A ring of transcendent spells. And an item known as a witching gown, which, um, by the transitive property, I'm going to allow to work for a class that is a combination of witch and oracle.
2: Oh, so cool.
0: Any questions on any of those guys?
3: I just typed it all in, so you guys can all have that, by the way, as well. Griffin, I don't have an immediate question. I am just looking over my sheet to see what I will be rolling off for.
0: (laughs) I thought there might be some stuff. Uh, You can also see in the corner that that cauldron is a cauldron of brewing, which is a magical item.
3: I currently have a headband of uh, plus four.
0: I'm sure Matumbe does as well. I do, yes. Uh, this one is a floppy witch's hat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait! It's it's actually witch's hat. Yes. Okay, yeah. I uh, I uh, want this more than ever now. Okay, so 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 there's a lot of stuff on here though, because the amulet of natural armor. Literally, everybody would probably benefit from
0: There's that. a plus three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think.
3: I have a plus two.
0: I have a plus two. That's probably good for everyone. I got a plus one. Well, at least you get something. So no matter what, you win. Hand me down, plus I two. Can yeah. hammy Uska down.
2: Has uh, I got hand me down. I have a ring of protection, but I have no amulet.
0: Okay. Do you have a different amulet on?
2: No, I don't have any amulets.
0: Oh, there you go. Ooh. I think this ring of transcendent spells at a 30,000 gold item. It's probably something that anyone that casts spells might want.
3: I don't know what that does.
0: Three times per day, the wearer can use it to empower a spell they cast. This grants them a plus two on caster level checks to overcome spell resistance and increases the save DC of the spell by two. Ooh,
3: wow. Ooh. So that's probably Uska, though.
1: Yeah, that's like going to that. like, I understand I understand
3: Eclipse does spells sometimes, but she also hits with Axe and Has focus points. I on. do have some
2: attacking spells now.
3: Can
4: I?
2: There we can go. I have the All cloak?
4: Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't wear a cloak right now. Oh, the cloak of displacement. Yeah.
2: That would be very good. Yes, that'd be
0: very Just good please. for Air Bear. Air Bear that grants you uh, concealment against anything.
3: I am totally fine with Air Bear having that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So uh, now, uh, uh, I mean, you should have a cloak already, but uh, that's a conversation for another time. No, but we already went through a 20% this.
4: Don't worry. We already went through this. I have a ring of protect or a ring of resistance. Oh, that's, that's why. Yeah. Oh, well then
1: 100% take that cloak. Yeah. 100%. Thank you. Thank you. So Emily, this is going to be the, um, the part
0: where it matters that you're a witch. So if your hero lab doesn't do it automatically, uh, just know I'm allowing these bonuses. You're going to have to, put them in. Mm, Okay. These magical garments, these witching gowns are highly sought after by witches for though anyone may wear a witching gown, only a witch may realize it's full potential. A witching gown grants its wearer a plus two resistance bonus on all saving throws and a plus two competence bonus on all bluff diplomacy and intimidate skill checks. When worn by a witch, these bonuses double. In addition, a witch may change the appearance and style of the gown to match her whims. And adopt virtually any disguise, gaining a plus 10 bonus on disguise checks that incorporate the gown's appearance. Only a true seeing spell or similar magic can pierce this effect. Lastly, a witch may cast a single touch range spell of fourth level or lower into the gown. Thereafter, the gown holds the magic for up to 24 hours, functioning as a spite spell against the next foe to strike the witch with a successful melee attack or combat maneuver. What that means is that the spell goes off against somebody that attacks you. So if you put a good touch spell in, again, it has to be fourth level or lower. If you put a good touch spell into the cloak, it basically just goes off when somebody attacks you.
2: That's so cool.
0: This witching gown, I've been waiting for you guys to find. It's exclusive to this book. It was written for this book.
2: Oh, that's so cool.
0: Anyway, I think there is quite a bit of interest in... Roll uh, however, I am going to caveat this with, this is a very big treasure trove, and I think just for wealth-by-level purposes, if you win on one of these big-ticket items, I don't think it's fair to you, for you to win on, like, multiple other items. Does that make sense? I know you two are gonna roll off on this, um int thing. I think Uska maybe shouldn't roll off on anything since she just got like 65,000 yep. gold worth of loot.
3: So there's eight total items. Uska currently has two and Airbear has one. Just if we're like, I'm keeping track here. So yeah, we're gonna so, do like semi evenish split.
0: Yeah, so for instance I would say like I, I wouldn't want one of you to Win the headband and then win the natural armor and the ring of protection. That seems a little bit imbalanced. Yeah. You know what I mean? That
3: feels really so that's
0: the only caveat I'm going to put there. I think Uska's out of the running because she got two really good items here. Um, but for the rest of you.
4: Does anyone have I think that- a ring of protection plus two? Yeah. I do as Ooh. well.
3: Uh, Rune has a ring of protection plus one. Eclipse has a
4: plus I have a plus one. one. So you should definitely roll off for the plus three. Yes. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing. Yeah, but I would hopefully be able to win at least a hand-me-down. Yeah, you'll yeah.
1: you'll certainly get a hand-me-down. Um, I, I think that goes without saying. If if somebody wins something that's an incremental bonus, then whatever they've got is going uh, to somebody who can use For
0: now, we're certainly putting the belt of incredible dexterity plus four on Quinley. Mm-hmm. I believe He's the only dex person that doesn't currently have a bonus that high, unless I'm wrong. If. So
3: I was considering switching mine out,
2: um, which means if someone doesn't have a belt, uh, Uska she is wearing a belt. Uh, she has her star knife on it. It's a blink back belt.
3: Gotcha. Okay. So I was just considering switching, and then um, so I can have a little bit more freedom with my animal focus because right yeah. now I have a belt of Khan.
1: So so just just to just to talk about Quinley's decks. Griff, when we talked about character creation, you were like, "Just keep that cat's grace like on permanently." Oh, as, essentially as a you told like, him like incredible thought... dex belt. I've been to him factor him. that
0: into his stats. Yeah, sorry. which I did. Yeah, which I did. Yeah. No, so I told you that,
3: that like four times. Just add it to the ability score.
0: Okay. Well, oh, sorry. Yeah. No. So, so this would be on top of that. What I'm saying this is, on top is, of I was that. trying, I was trying yeah. to make him more oh. survivable by giving him like a nice stat bonus because you all
1: have those. I thought that was just keep it on permanently because that's like no, it no, that no, no, should no. be. Yes, okay. he
0: has he has essentially a plus four to his dexterity ability score.
1: Well just then, yes, this would be yeah, great nice. to go to Quinley. But if we if, if Haley if, if this makes more sense going to Rune or something, we can certainly talk about that.
3: It just might give like I'm fine oh. if Rune and Quinley uh, roll off realistically because it's not like a huge deal either way. It just gives me a little bit more flexibility.
1: What what did you have instead? Con. I mean. He doesn't have any bonuses to con, so dex helps him, but like either way, it's an improvement. So if you feel passionately about the dex and you want that, I'm I'm fine with that.
3: It just, it would allow me to do things like uh, when those, when I went up against the uh, witch fires, for example, I could have instead channeled in like an ember storm and then I get fire resistance 10, right? Like there's like-
0: You can do some stuff that
1: doesn't hurt your two hit now.
3: Yes. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of what I was thinking.
1: Sure. I mean, it. it if, if it works for you, then I can inherit the old con belt. Okay. Did you say that was a plus two or plus four?
3: It's actually a plus four. Okay. Because... Um, His hit
1: points suck anyway, so that that helps a lot.
3: It was before I think I fully got into every type of animal, because there's so many animals to learn, and I was like, holy crap, new character. Um, I was like, oh, this will be easy and consistent. Well, as exciting uh, as this
0: is, I want to start rolling.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: So, for the... Ring of Protection plus three. I believe we have Eclipse um, and Rune. Eclipse and Rune both want it. Air Bear. Matsumbe wants it. Air Bear and Matsumbe. The um, Ring of Protection plus three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's get a roll off.
3: Eclipse is the smaller die because she's shorter. 15. Eclipse got an 18. Rune got a 14.
1: Uh, Matumbe got a 15, so that's uh, that's not happening.
3: That's Eclipse. Wait,
4: go Eclipse.
1: Okay.
0: The amulet of natural armor plus
4: three. Yep. bear, bear will roll for that one. Okay. Toonbe will also...
3: Rune will also... Rune has no amulets, so I will take a hand-me-down. 12.
1: 15. 15.
0: All right. Bear, bear gets that, which... Um, I think means the tombs should have the headband. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that, Haley, but it would be dope to get something out of this.
3: Yeah, I was actually going to ask you what it gains you.
0: I mean, it's a headband of vast intelligence plus six, so all of his skills go up. He gets way more skills, and all of his yeah shit goes up.
3: That's why I was trying to understand just like what what it benefits him, so that I because like. It will give me more mental focus, but I already have, like, I have a lot and also have spells. Like, I have a lot. I have a lot of resources, so it's okay if I don't have another few points, I
1: guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it
1: literally makes Mutimbe better at what he does. No,
3: yeah. I, I know, I know.
1: Yeah. Um, but but that means that if anybody else wants a headband of intelligence plus four... Give it to the Quinster. I, mean, um, I don't think he has a no.
3: Band, does I thought he? we gave him charisma.
1: Um, uh, maybe.
3: Uh, so Air Bear and Rune should roll off for the Ring of Protection plus two that Eclipse is about to throw off.
0: I think sure. Air Bear should take Air Bear is melee combatant.
2: Oh yeah, and it just makes
0: sense for him to take to get AC.
2: That does yeah. make sense.
1: Does she was was that was that a ring or a, a an amulet? I think
2: it was Ring what? of Protection.
1: Ring of protection. Okay, plus two. never mind. Because yeah, my, my amulet's still a plus one. I didn't know if there was a. Do
4: my plus You, have my two, plus, one you right can out. have you can have my plus two. I would love that. Yeah, uh, unless you need one, Haley. Yeah.
3: No, uh, Eclipse is already a plus two. Rune just has no amulets, so she I will take the a plus, plus one. one. I will gladly take the scraps.
1: Yeah.
4: Also, have a question, Griffin. See, that all worked out for you to get a plus one to your AC either way.
3: That is what I. Wanted. I do have a
4: question, Griffin. Can the broom of fly, how agile is the broom of flying? Let's talk about the broom of flying.
0: So the broom of flying is able to fly through the areas if affected by an overland flight spell, plus four on-fly skill checks for up to nine hours per day, split up as its owner desires. The broom can carry 200 pounds at a fly speed of 40 feet or up to 400 pounds at a speed of 30 feet. In addition, the broom can travel alone to any destination named by the owner as long as she has a good idea of the location and layout of that destination. It flies to its owner from as far away as 300 yards. When she speaks the command word, the broom of flying has a speed of 40 feet when it has no rider. So, what that boils down to is it is as agile as you are as g- good at fly. So, okay. so it's going to be your f- your bonus to fly, the fly skill, plus four is the broom's fly skill. If you get that up to something like a 15, then you don't need to roll to hover. You don't need to roll to make um, like pretty sharp turns and that kind of thing. So I know Air Bear has a pretty high dex. Uh, that could be an option for him to be able to fly. I don't know what Batumbe's fly is like, but Batumbe's skills
1: in general are really good. So Batumbe does not have a natural way to fly, so I can't put skills in it, or skill ranks in it. And I don't have like any fly spells or anything.
3: Yeah, because uh, so you can I, I only put points in if you—it's a natural. Spell.
1: So I only have a plus one on that, actually.
3: I have a, a eclipse has a plus fifteen because she can fly with mind over gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just takes me a full standard action. But I mean, I don't know where Air Bear is. Sitting. I mean, Air Bear has like, is like, like Bear a plus seven
0: dex, yeah. I think. Uh, let me. So that would put him at
4: yeah, plus nine. Like,
3: I mean, yeah, I was gonna say runes like has a really high dex too, but her fly is only a plus seven because. You can't put ranks in it.
4: Right.
0: Well, shit. Right, so air a probably a, like a plus nine. Mm-hmm. And
4: a small okay. size. So I, yeah. I'm actually at so a plus now. Right.
0: So, so it's it's really... <laughs> so there, there's two pieces of the utility there. One is like, do you want to get your ranged character up and away from combat? That would be where it might go to rune. Or do you want your melee combatant to, to be have able to an hit? option yeah. to
4: fly.
3: I want him to be able to hit. Also, Brooks, the small size is already factored in, so you only have a plus nine. Like, it's already factored into your skill.
4: Oh, I- I'm looking on Hero Lab, and it adds it up to That's it. why he's saying he has a plus nine. Yeah. No, I have a plus,
3: th- n- But he just said, plus the small size, so... No,
0: no, no. That's why he's higher than you.
3: No, no. I understand. He literally just said it was a plus 12, though, Griff.
0: And that's what Hero Lab says. With the broom. With the oh, broom oh
3: with the broom the
0: broom gives you the bonus
3: I thought you were saying like because of the plus size you're plus small size you're higher
0: oh that I mean he is higher n- like the nine yep. is higher I, than I'm the aware seven.
3: that that's the case
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Matumi there is one final thing radiating magic in this room we're not all gonna roll off for the elemental air gem oh, I figure whoever wants that could take it <laughs> all right what is it uh maybe give that to to the Quinster you know, when he feels like he's really not doing anything, he could toss a...
3: When he wants a partner to flank with and no yeah, <laughs> participating. Yeah, he can toss a flanking partner
1: in there. All right, that's actually a really good idea, Haley.
3: <laughs> yeah. When nobody decides to help him out, so he just says... <laughs> Sad
1: and lonely. Fuck
3: it and tosses the thing.
1: Okay, well, that's happening.
2: If- okay, I'm fine with that. Is there anyone that needs a Cloak of Resistance plus two? I no longer need mine. I wasn't sure if some of our new characters didn't have one yet. Or, like, save it for... Vance, if he can, if the Lopper can wear a cloak,
3: yeah. So, and it's uh, the Lopper's complicated. Let's just say he's uh, gonna be naked. Um, so that's gonna be fine. Um, Eclipse doesn't need it, and Rune does not need it.
1: are oh boy, uh, Quinley already has one actually.
3: Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. We must have been nice to him earlier.
1: I think he like had one, he and had then like we upgraded will. it yeah. for for cheap or something.
2: Okay, well you can.
1: Well, you yeah, have it.
2: Sell it um, later.
0: And you can you can sell it or, you know, when you guys bring in a fucking eighth character or whatever. <laughs> um Very nice. So, Matumbe, you see magic radiating off of this vial. Uh, and the vial looks like it's maybe only, like, a couple drops, maybe like a swig or two from the bottom. It's in a case. Normally, the case would be locked, but you found... Uh, any keys to pretty much this upstairs on the, the witch. Um, and so you're able to fumble through and open this locked case. Maybe a craft alchemy or a spellcraft
1: check. Okay. I think it's going to be a spellcraft there. It's a little higher than me. 28. Got any inspos Actually, um, I can't. That was one that I get free inspiration on and I used it on the roll.
3: Eclipse would really love to do spellcraft.
1: <laughs> Eclipse can do some spellcraft too. I can? Yes.
3: Okay, I didn't know. You focused this so on I Matumbe. focused it
0: on Matumbe because I figured he was going to... Um,
3: I have the best spellcraft. Eclipse does. I've and always I, been And I drink
1: it, obviously.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy. Here we go again. 42. Okay.
0: When Matumbe points this out to you you take a look
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, this has some heavy heavy necromancy associated with it but also some um, you think there is like a temporal component you can see it if you detect magic at it like pulsing off of this vial
3: I don't Uh, detect like psychic significance like this is gonna be some weird trap right do you touch it? No, I detect psychic significance. What does that do? Uh, it's a 40-foot radius burst centered on me. I detect the presence of psychically significant items in my vicinity, so that's really helpful. Um, such items are, the, are those that might have sig- significant psychic imprints or histories that can be read by uh, the one of the psychometry occult skill unlocks or items under the effect of charge object implant false reading. Uh, they... Items with those would spark an energy in my mind. It doesn't necessarily detect magic items or strongly aligned items, though such items often have storied histories and might have had previous owners who possess psychic abilities. So it's more I'm like worried about the owner, I guess.
0: You detect that this is heavily psychically significant.
3: Oh, boy. Okay.
0: I don't know what exactly you can detect about the owner.
3: Uh, so then I would use my psychometry skill, which we never use because it's uh, it's psychic appraise. It does more stuff. We don't use it very often because usually I touch stuff. <laughs> but uh, psychics uh, like psychometry is uh, I can concentrate for a minute while in physical contact with an item. Very similar, right? I receive flashes of insight regarding the subject's nature and ownership. After a minute, I get a DC 15 appraise check to decipher those visions, and I can gain a piece of information about the historical significance or last previous owner. Uh, such as their emotional site or when they last use the item determined by my GM. So rather than just like a random piece of information, I can kind of more clearly search out stuff. If I start doing checks, I also can learn more information with a higher check, but I'm not going to get that. Uh, now, if I attempt to use this on an item affected by charge object or implant false reading, then I automatically learn all of the information imprinted by the spell. So there's that. It's like advanced object.
0: Okay. Make me an appraise.
3: Okay.
4: Okay. Let's go.
3: I forgot I put ranks in this. I must have been like, I'll try and do this one time.
4: Yeah. If she's appraising. Can I aid that?
0: I don't know that you can a- aid her like sifting through the psychic. Yeah,
3: because if I'm it sure.
0: were a regular appraise, yeah. Um.
3: So I did actually get a thirty-one. Nice. Which means that I beat it by ten as well. So that means that I can get a, not just one but I can get extra information.
0: Um you see as you come into contact with this vial these flashes of images and you're in this massive city but it's like a bazaar, you know, it's like merchants everywhere and there is this huge auction happening. And the same vial that you're touching is the centerpiece of this auction. And um, the the auctioneer, you can just hear them briefly shout, and now the main event, what you've all been waiting for, the sun orchid elixir. No. (gasps) Oh my God, no way. Wow. Do I hear... Five hundred thousand gold. You are I have five hundred thousand.
1: Do I hear six? And it goes on and on and on. This is like what I thought I was drinking when I drank a potion of spiders. Like uh-huh. that's what that yeah. is. This is like drinking from the fountain of youth.
3: So I only know about this because of uh, what is that book? The Pathfinder Tales book.
1: Uh, I I it's know which one you're talking it. about because yeah. I I read the same one. <laughs> Anyways.
0: Uh, you also know, because you beat it by 10,
3: Death um, Earth.
0: you get a vision of a pale um, blonde to the point of almost white-haired woman in this beautiful red ornate dress. Um, and she is holding a vial that appears to be the exact same vial that you are looking at. Uh, And she swigs about half of it. um, And you get a glimpse of, like, the interior of this castle that she's in. It must be over 150 years ago, just judging by the decor. And you recognize this description um, from Count Galdana. This is certainly Countess Califazo, who owns this vial of Sun Orchid Elixir. And clearly these last few dregs were here to be studied. Um, Now, Eclipse, if you share all of this insight, I would allow a uh, craft alchemy from Matumbe uh, to know a little bit more about the actual properties of this thing.
3: I would share the information, yeah.
1: What you are holding in your hand is, well... Nobles would sell kingdoms for this. Yep. Fathers and mothers would trade the firstborn for what you hold in your hand. It's a promise of eternal youth. That's an incredible find. Countess Calafaso was truly obsessed and had the the money to back it up to find everlasting youth.
3: Yeah, except for um. She, yeah, I think it's weird, though, that she continues to um, drink it. But, like, she spent all of this money. I don't know why she hasn't gone to the auction again, I guess, if she's got this kind of money.
1: Mm, that's a, a good question. Um, I'm going to do my craft alchemy check. Natural 20. That's going to be a 34. Oh, yeah. Um The the amount here.
0: So the first thing you know is that Sunorchid Elixir certainly prolongs life and returns the consumer to, um, to a youthful version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, if they are a youthful version, it just extends the amount of time that they stay at that youthful version. Now, a, a whole vial of Sun Orchid Elixir could extend one's life for centuries. Uh, Making one, I mean, if they could continue to drink Sun Orchid Elixir, you could, in theory, be immortal. However, you know, these vials that they would sell on market, you would sell them, like you said, for a kingdom to get a thousand or more years of life in a bottle. What's left here, you can judge, and I have rolled for it. Will prolong someone's life
1: by 137 years. Wow, that's good perspective. So, so who wants to roll off on that?
3: Um, so hear me out. We are uh, gonna go try to kill like a lot of bad guys, and uh, this prolongs life. It doesn't make you, you know, invincible. So, what if? This is uh, something that we tuck away and then uh, whoever survives can can keep it.
0: Yeah, I think this this is especially interesting for, like, Matumbe and Air Bear who have lives, lifespans shorter than this, shorter than the the promise of what's in this bottle. Um, Matumbe probably thinks to... Uh, the fact that he has a newly immortal daughter and how, you know, this could give him over a century to figure that out. Air Bear probably thinks this would almost triple his life as a rat folk. You know, he, his lifespans maybe 60 mm-hmm. years.
4: That's very true. And Air, Air Bear would I guess ponder on this and then uh, speak up and say Matsumba is the uh- are times in this life where I want to be doing the right thing. And you have lived your life for so long without your family, but now have a daughter. You may now be able to spend this time with her, but mine, it is not, my family is not... A life to be... And enjoyed. And so... With that, I would say that... I will not... Try to... Keep... Try to... Drink... This. If it means... That you can spend more time with your... Family.
1: eh, Bear, it is not lost on me. Your... uh, Humility and... And and charity... To wish this upon me. However, we all found this together. And... Who knows who will survive the next hour, yet alone the next several days. I fear if we finish our quest against Turner, we still have lots of ground to travel. I do not want to say that I will be the one to drink this. I don't know if I'm the right one to drink this. I've got a long, uh, hopefully long life in front of me. If I drink this, perhaps it will be longer, but... I could fall to the blade of a brigand tomorrow, or a thief in the night some other night. It's not immortality, it's just an extension. I... I don't think anyone should consume this now, or even soon. I think we should continue our quest. I think it's something we should discuss. But let's not make any hasty judgments, even at my own benefit.
3: Yeah, that's... That's what I was saying. Like, it doesn't make you invincible. So, like, if Air Bear were to drink it today and then die tomorrow, it's just a waste for someone else. So, we defeat the bad guys and we put this conversation off until later.
4: That sounds good to me.
3: Uh, this is not super tempting, I guess, to me. Um, or probably as tempting. For you, Uska. I don't, I actually don't know how, how long you live.
0: Tieflings generally live extended off of the race that they came from. So, Uska would actually live like longer than a normal dwarf, if that makes sense. Usually, like a tiefling human, just because you use human as the baseline, lives like 150, 200 years.
3: I have the maximum ages, so the tiefling has seventy plus two d twenty years as a maximum, versus dwarf is two hundred fifty plus two d percentile dice years. So yeah,
0: and that's just written because they had they only used human as the baseline and that's five.
3: That just means like her maximum age is four hundred without her tiefling extension, (laughs) um, upwards of ninety years. (laughs) Yeah, and then she got some time. (laughs) Yeah, well, the Tiefling actually has the same exact lifespan as a human, um, which is interesting. And then, uh, so yeah, you've got maximum of 90 years, uh, Bay. And then uh, the sad one is really the one yeah, here. Yeah, I knew uh, about this. 40 plus 1d20, so that's, uh, that's a maximum of 60 years. Mm. And then uh, a Wyang is 200 plus 1d percentile years, so mine's maximum of 300. Mm. Um, Uh, Rune and Quinley, let's see, um, 90 year maximum for both of them. Surprisingly, they get uh, not enough uh, elf and vampire benefits there.
0: Yeah, I I don't know that they really flesh that out in the years thing, because there's pretty much in the lore that describes pretty much every extra planar and blood fuckery Race living longer than regular humans. Did
4: I look the right race? Yeah, I was gonna say, that doesn't make Yeah, I like, did. I did. It makes did. sense for both of those types of characters to be combined together to have shorter than human.
3: So, shockingly enough, uh, like Asmars, Vampires, uh, Teeth, uh, Lanes, and here, Tengu, un- uh, like a lot of them all have that same catfolk, all have that same oh. 35 middle age, 53 old, 70 venerable. Oof. A lot actually like oh uh, 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 wow there's a long list I have that um, and then you got your real olds
1: Let's continue our quest. there's no need to solve this today and we will figure out what we want to do with the blood elixir whether that's consume it or not at a later time. Well to not be hasty
4: you do find a ton of notes. Yeah. Mm, Yes. Um, We are definitely on the lookout for that skull for like what? uh, Uzka's skull? No, not Uzka. Uh, Mm -hmm. Uthi? Uthi?
1: Yes.
0: You don't see any skull skull Mm. in the room. Um, However, you do find notes um, signed from these witches, uh, Asia and Hetna, and. They detail their work in searching for an elixir of youth at the behest of uh, Countess Califazzo. Um, they also detail the alchemical process for manufacturing blood brew elixir. Uh, and you can find the blood brew elix- elixir among their notes. However, make me a linguistics check. Alright.
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay.
3: Yeah, Eclipse can aid, auto Eight. I have a plus 17. Sorry, I was I was on Ooh. rune sheet and trying to find <laughs> li- linguistics, and boy does she not have
1: that. <laughs> yeah, if you say yours is a plus seventeen, do you want to roll your own check or have me support? I'm I'm at a plus twelve. I got a D. Th- oh, uh, D20 I will plus roll my six. own. Yeah, let's just roll separate <laughs> yeah. and see how that goes. One of us could roll really high out. or whatever.
3: Yeah, Eclipse likes to pick up languages randomly, so
1: there you uh, go. Why not? terrible i got a 26 total you probably beat that maybe
3: 36 there right. you go i got a 19 out of die
1: you see that there is a large portion of these
0: notes uh, where the penmanship is very different and each of these pages bears the uh, uh initials ra hmm. um and you can see that these notes also deal with the extension of life through both magical and alchemical means, but none of them refer to the blood brew elixir or the recipe for the blood brew elixir. Um, Mitsumbe, as you read these, make me a craft alchemy check. Who knew this would be so important
1: in book five? Not me, or else I would have point more points in these. All right. Ugh. Um... Do I throw another inspiration on this? I don't know. I'm kind of burning through them fast with these research checks, but I think this stuff is kind of Yeah, important.
4: I think it is. I'm trying to think of who the initials
1: RA are. Yeah. Well, I don't need to do this. I don't need to- It's R don't need to do the inspiration immediately. I just need to do it before Griffin tells me if it's, if it's a success. So let me roll <laughs> a C20. Let's see what happens. I think I'm gonna roll an inspiration. Oh there. no. <laughs> didn't help much. So I got a 7 on the die, goes up to a 21. Um, inspiration goes up to a 23. Okay. Um, because you had prior
0: identified the Sun Orchid Elixir, uh, you realize that these notes are referencing experiments done on this batch. Uh, what What is left here? Uh, you think R.A., took the uh the work that they were doing in the direction of trying to um maybe artificially duplicate the uh
1: sun orchid elixir. Ooh, uh what was Argminos' first name? Ramoska. Okay, cool. Nice. Guys, I think I figured out what Arm <laughs> is uh,
0: Yeah, Matumbe definitely would have put that together. Uh, you okay, think well, I don't are, have a 27 intelligence you, like Mithuma. You think these are Archmenas' notes? Yeah. And you think Archmenas was very close to figuring out how to create Sun Orchid Elixir, not only as a means to extend his patron, um, Countess Califazo's life, but in these notes, there is detailed... A, It must have been his own personal project or maybe the project that he was working on in secret from his real patron who is notoriously a vampire that no longer wishes to be one. Because these notes speak about an additive that he found that allowed the sun orchid elixir to act more closely to the sun from which the sun orchid elixir bears his name. you think he was just a few steps away from finding an alchemical means of curing vampirism?
3: Wow. Ooh.
4: Wow. Oh my. That, I mean, that's ridiculous because that's, I mean, in the context of this, this that's an entire race.
0: entire race however (laughs) the ingredient being the sun orchid elixir um you certainly wouldn't be able to (laughs) eradicate all vampires using it Mm -hmm. but maybe for you know a select patron like um like the count Mm -hmm. that is is over him um he could maybe form a dose or two
3: sure Matumbe finds is very valuable.
1: Quite interested. And wasn't, but, but he's not going to, but he's at, at this time, sorry Brooks. He's not going to say anything. He's not going to chime in. um, Cause that's a decision that he wants. If, if this is even possible, he's starting to formulate things in his head. But if this is something that could happen when we get through this, is a decision that he wants to put in, in the hands of his child. He doesn't want to make this decision for Kiza. Like, if we're able to finish this and if Arc Minos is able to do this, and um we all decide that this is where what's left of the Sun Orchid Elixir should go to, um, then it should be up to her whether or not she wants to no longer be a vampire or not. So he's gonna keep it all to himself. But maybe he like
0: gathers Ramoska's notes, not oh, only because sure. it details something that like he would he would get in big trouble from the Countess for, but it also um it also clears his name completely. If there was any doubt that Ramoska was still guilty, none of his research notes contain any reference to the Blood Brew Elixir, and all of these witches notes do.
4: Sure. And wasn't the um like the elixir of life like half of the Carrying crown. It wasn't mentioned as part of the
0: part of the carrying crown elixir. Uh, probably, I mean, it's a powerful thing. So, could it be technically used? Maybe. Okay, okay. But you guys, you guys don't
4: know. Got that. it. And we wouldn't see uh, anything like that. Uh, like anything in the notes. None of that is in the notes.
0: Okay. No, there's nothing in the notes. It, yeah, honestly, nothing in the notes references the Whispering Way either. Okay,
4: that's also okay.
0: So it seems these witches may not really be working directly with the Whispering Way, um, but they're clearly providing this blood brew elixir, which is helping the Whispering Way. Yeah, they're not, yeah, frowned upon. And while Matumbe ponders this potential future. Uh, That not only the elixir could provide through prolonged life, but also potentially it could be used to uh, fix what has changed in his family and in his past. The doors to the lab open, but you see nothing behind them. And I need you to finish your drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh Oh my goodness.